Welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus. And I'm here with the artistic, fantastic Gwen. <laughs> well, thank you. Hey, I've been it's tra- nice to be back. <laughs> hey, I'm glad to have you back. Like I said, like I was telling you a little earlier, I'm collecting the gauntlet of no inner monologue little by little. No, that yeah, slowly but surely. But Manny has been on this thing for a while now. He's like, we should do a re- we should do a reunion. And I'm like, I don't know if anybody wants this. Everybody wants this reunion per se. But um, he also jokes about the fact that like when we did our podcast, when we ended our podcast, it was 2019 December, and then he's like, the world went crazy after that. We need to come back. And I'm like, <laughs> we're not the Avengers. We're gonna- <laughs> was it really th- that li- that towards the end of the latter half of that? Yeah, we, we our last episode was on Christmas Day, uh, twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and then things sort of. Oh yeah. <laughs> things sort of went. Things, went yeah. <laughs> things hit the <laughs> hit the fan at that yeah. point. Little known, little known fact. I don't think it was big news or anything. So. No, no, no. It's not like we were all uh, like stranded and abandoned for for millennia. Yeah. What well, felt like forever. Uh, but yeah, it's so. How have you been? It's been a like I like we spoke a little bit earlier. But how have you been? How's your how has the last couple of days, week been? How are, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we've been sort of, um, I've been sort of mostly, you know, like the, I think the rest of the world trying to survive a little bit, you know, figuring out what's been going on, but also just been concentrating on my art and drawing and trying to catch as many fun things, trying to catch and do as many fun things as the world and the law allows. Um <laughs> Uh, but it's been fun. It's been good. You know, I can't complain. It's been uh, it's uh, nothing crazy to talk about. Just uh, I guess uh, I think like the Hamilton song says, "I'm drawing like it's like I'm running out of time." So we'll just we'll go with that. Well, yeah. So if anyone wants to, I'll have links down below for Dwayne's uh, Instagram and TikTok. I believe that's where you post most of your art yes, and stuff you. like that. Yeah, like it's wonderful. I like like checking out things. It's very relevant for whatever is happening. So sometimes I can even catch up. Like, what is that a reference to? things like that it's fun i I generally do enjoy your art and stuff like that so so everyone like follow follow him well what is the 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 tag not tag the it's uh on instagram and on um on tiktok it's uh dwenny draws stuff so d-w-e-n-i-e draws stuff (laughs) there you guys go it's very very descriptive (laughs) there you go uh but links down below go follow him if you want to enjoy some fun fun art and things like that um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's great to catch up with everyone. And, uh, just, we're going to be jumping into some of these crazy stories because yeah, like we were just talking, looking over and I'm surprised, uh, some of the stories that I just clicked just because the titles were interesting. Uh, but Dwen has some like insider info on some of these. I'm like, okay, I, I'm looking forward to it. But, um, but before that, everyone, uh, if you want to help support the show, you can, uh, uh share this on 
Twitter, formerly known as uh, oh no, that is Twitter. I don't. Uh, it's no, uh, Twitter is a cop mess right now. Follow us on <laughs> like share on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, Threads. If you're still on Threads, Threads is also like dead at this point, but it's, some people are still on there. Um, if not, word of mouth. Word of mouth is one of the best ways you can share about the show. Uh, tell a friend, tell a family member, shove it in their face. Just let them know. It really helps. But if you want to help us financially, you can always pick up some merch at merch.tyrantdominus.com. All the links down below. It helps us support the show and all the small projects that we go along the way. So let's jump into the story. So the 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 article, I'll read the, the title and I'm like, so a family sues Google alleging its map app led father to drive off a collapsed bridge to his death, attorney says. So just reading that, suing Google is big. <laughs> suing yes. Google is big. So let's, okay, so what happened? Let's find out. So Google has been sued by a family of North Carolina, uh, of a North Carolina man claiming that the company's map application last year led him to drive off a collapsed bridge and fall about 20 feet to his death, according to the lawsuit. Philip Paxson was following Google Maps direction while driving home late at night in September 2022 from his daughter's ninth birthday party when the navigation system directed him to go over an, an unmarked and unbarricaded bridge that had collapsed years, years, pri- what? years. priors. Paxson drove off the unbarricaded edge to, of the bridge in Hickory, North Carolina, and drowned, the suit says. Okay, before we go any further, like, whoa. <laughs> so... Um, are, are you a Google maps user or like, what do you I use? I think so we, yeah, in this household, it's a, it's a Google maps slash ways, uh, household. We tend to lean more into ways, but I guess they're owned by Google anyway. So like these, you know, like a, uh, just a sister yeah. company. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. So, so I guess we're, yeah, Google maps home for sure. Um, no, how confident are you usually? Like, I'm Google Maps. Like, I like, I, yeah. I like Google at this point knows like how fast I'm going. I'm like surprised it's not like telling the police near me like he's speeding right now. Like, get, catch him, Bruh. But um, yeah, we're Google's here. Uh, actually, uh, me and my brother are because everyone else is iPhone users, so they use something right. else. Whatever iPhones have, Apple Maps, I guess. Yeah, it's something. But yeah, but yeah. how how confident are you mostly with your Google? directions so in the city where we live in like in, in you know in the, the city where we live in pretty confident like even going out of it we've used it quite a bit i would think if i was in an area where i didn't know what you know what was happening what was going on uh i'd be a little bit more careful because obviously like I don't know. I have friends like here's the thing. I we, we very recently, about two weeks ago, we went went to a friend's place who lives two hours out of the way. They live they live two hours up north. They're in the country, and we took we used Google Maps to get to their place. And I would my first instinct would be you know Google basically like maps out all these places with their cars. I don't know how much they go out of the giant cities to like update those kind of things, right. To go into like the countryside or whatever. So my guess is like when they do that kind of stuff, you know, you have to sort of pay a little bit of attention to the areas around because they, you know, things change, places change. Right. So that's my guess. 
But I would say I would err on the side of Google more times than not if I didn't know where I was. Like Waze especially, I mean, with Waze, you're almost like, it'll give you a route that you may not take all the time, but you're trusting that it knows what the traffic is like. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, you're like, okay, you are, you know my way home. Like just, I'm following your lead. You are my co-pilot at that point. This is the fastest way to get home. I guess this is what we'll do, right? Yeah, um, yeah. At that point, at this point, I, I am for the most part, I know very little routes to certain places unless I'm like I go there very, very frequently. Even to mm-hmm. some places that I've been there like a couple, like a f- under a dozen times, I still have to use Google Maps. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I think, like, did you grow up during the time with the maps? That like actual maps. The maps, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. like I would have my father made me read those things when we took trips and things like that. Like I don't think I could do that anymore if I really oh. was and yeah, I would imagine there's very few people who can actually like open up one of those maps or map books and figure out exactly where they were. Like when I first started driving was when MapQuest like came into came into the world. And so, you know, I remember I, I had a sales job at the time. So my car was filled with printed out paper, printed out paper <laughs> yeah. on how to get to places. And I'm surprised I didn't get into more car accidents when that happened. Because you're just constantly like, like, number six says I should have turned back there. Like, <laughs> my God. No. Oh, but yeah, so for the most part, I think most everyday people just use their GPS. It's like, I think it's just yes. second nature at this point. It's just people don't need people like just like how people rarely remember the phone numbers like i can't i can i only know my phone number and my parents that's it <laughs> that's all i know like i used to be able to remember multiple people's phone numbers but now it's not like i don't i because i don't yeah. have to i don't have to i they're like everything's on my basically everything's on your phone at this point yeah, yeah. um but let's computers um, right <laughs> exactly yeah. Um, but let's continue. Let's see what. Okay, so what does this lawsuit actually so like? Because, like I said, suing Google is big. That's not a. That is not a. Yeah, it's one of those things like Google's just gonna give you hush money at that point. You know, like yeah. here. Like, so let's see. The lawsuit claims neighbor neighbors have expressed concerns Google Maps had led drivers over the bridge. Oh, so there's more than one driver. Wow. Okay. Um, which alleged has not been repaired since the uh, partial collapse in 2013. So what? What is that? Twenty? Wait. So twenty years? Ten years? Oh, so ten years? People's like, hey, can you? Yeah, like you do. You gotta fix the bridge or Google Maps. Just bring your car over. Just like you know. Yeah. Ten years. Uh, here's a quote. For years before this tragedy, Hickory residents asked for the road to be fixed or property barricaded before someone was hurt or killed. Their demands went unanswered. Uh, we discovered that Google's Maps misdirected motorists like uh, uh, Paxson on this collapsed road for years, despite receiving complaints from the public demanding that Google fix its map and directions to mark the roads as closed. I think at this point, it's just like, like city, I like as city based. Like, hey, go to your city council. Like, I don't know how if that works because, like, I've I've only been to a city hall meeting, my local one, two times, and that's just because they were trying to one make a new school in a in a very very interesting area of the city, 
And two, they were, yeah. and the second one was they were trying to remove a portion of the cities to no longer have uh, the ability to rent out your houses as Airbnb. So it was the only time I've ever been to a city hall, hall meeting because that was kind of affecting my area. So, so I don't know if that's something that you would go, but it sounds like something you would like go to your city hall, talk to your reps, like, Hey, that's dangerous. Fix it. That's what the city money's for. Even though we know where some money goes sometimes, but yeah, uh, that's um, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I mean, look, I, 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 you know what? It's one of those things. Sometimes you hear these stories, and like people are suing Google because of this, and you're like, ah, eh, that's you know a little crazy. But I mean, in this case, they, you know, they, they provided they provide a service. Granted, it's free, but they provide a service that people can use to direct them how to get somewhere you would assume safely i guess that's not necessarily the the agreement we have with them but um you know the unspoken agreement we have with them but i guess in this case this gentleman passed away unfortunately uh and yeah just i mean for 10 years <laughs> this road's been broken and if they've had i guess it depends on i guess i guess in this case it depends on if they have enough emails or communications with the city in some way to be like, where they can prove that, hey, you guys knew this was broken. You, and you still didn't update it or whatever, right? Because I think if you're, is the thing where if you're on, can you contact them if like the car drives by, the car, the car drives by and captures something it shouldn't capture for privacy reasons. Can you contact Google and tell them like, "Hey, man, take that off the map." Yes, if ah. it's a, if it's in yeah. within your area, like say capture your face or something like they still blur your yeah. face, but there's some certain things. Yeah. Like there's um, there's a Reddit where there's like people capture like things like um, like before uh, Google's able to like wipe it. Like there's people caught um masturbating or robbing. Things like that. Like there's there's people out there who their their hobby or job at this point, you know, never know. It's just to scroll through Google Maps and catch these <laughs> like little moments before it gets destroyed uh That's with Google. Crazy. But yeah, it's it's from what I'm looking here, um it's it's still in litigation. We won't know for sure. Um it's, it's sad to say, you know, the um a family lost a husband and uh father um because it, it, that's it shouldn't have happened like point yeah. point blank it shouldn't have happened it's like this is this is really i i i'm putting more blame on the city like this is like yeah. like if if you're if you your populace is saying hey we don't care at this point like we don't care if you fix it just put a giant do not enter road something right yeah that's true. They didn't have to fix. They don't. They didn't even have to put money in that. Just buy a giant chunk of rock, saying "road close." That's it. I, I hope. I, yeah, I, I like for sure. If this thing, if this thing's been broken for ten years, there should be something to stop people from going over it. Um, you but, know, but it's not. Yeah. But that's the other thing is I will say that, like we were saying earlier, a lot of people use like maps google anything any gps system we trust it i think a little too honestly sometimes and yeah. we blind drive. and that's what's like it's like um uh like recently we had i had a family member um driving out at night and they almost got sideswiped just because they 
mistook a, a, a wrong turn and as they were trying to back up because the um, google maps were saying i like, just make a u-turn and they decided right. to do that they almost um it was like in a hilly area they almost hit their car over the hill and almost like oh, tumbled over and it's like one of those things like like google like so those u-turn ones i'm like like i'll find an area and just make a big loop instead of making a u-turn you know i i know that lesson but some people just like, oh, I've seen the U-turn thing on Google, too, where they're like, just make the U-turn. And uh, at least in Ontario, in the bigger cities, uh, Ontario, Canada, in the biggest cities, you're not allowed to make a U-turn. That's not a, that's not a legal turn. So, so it's, it's I think attention, it'll get you. <clears throat> exactly. So I think I think Google does have some 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 fault on that. Um for as much as they it's harder to get in the rural areas it's not impossible you know but yeah. i would say city first then google um when it comes to these articles just having the google title on the thing i'll just say like we sue google on on the episode <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's a uh, it's really sad disappointing um but best wishes to the family because that's all sadly we can do um but let's jump into a more like <laughs> very interesting story so a teacher was caught with meth hidden in scrunchie at a fam family fun night school event report same so what would you what would you do if you were at your your kids thing and you ever said and then like you hear in the the distance like what what is this and everything what would your initial reaction be i mean um yeah so i'm you know I'm, I'm sure we've all been to one of these events over the years and uh these these school ones probably when we were kids i don't have any kids of my own so i can't say that i've been to one of them uh as an adult but you know they could be pretty boring i'm sure like if you have party <laughs> favors it's good to share <laughs> fuck uh, me right yeah that's crazy though that's like both of us have long both of us have long hair now Yes. Um, I don't even know how you would hide cocaine in a scrunchie. So I I don't wear a scrunchie. I wear a, just a pair of tie myself or a headband right, sometimes right. or a headband. Yeah. Um, some of the, some of those scrunchies are it up. some of those scrunchies are pretty big and like you know those uh like yeah. yeah I could see it like some of them can like if you like cut a seam. I could see it. I guess so, but then you, you know, oh yeah, you think the whole scrunchie is filled with cocaine? Well, what we can find out in a moment. <laughs> but let's find out. Let's find out. An Indiana teacher was arrested last week after allegedly wearing a hair scrunchie containing hidden meth to school functions. Functions. Sorry, my bad. My bad. I thought this was cocaine. It's meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's even worse. Oh, oh, students discovered. <laughs> Students discovered that their teacher, Sarah Duncan, had been hiding the drug in her scrunchie while attending a family fun event at, uh, at, uh, it doesn't matter what school. Both juveniles. Is it, actually, yeah, I wanted to just know, is it a high school or is it a, a, a like a, um, a junior high? Or it says academy. Or? Let me just do a quick, okay. let me just do a quick, a quick Google search. Uh, what would be worse? That's my question to you. Yeah, I, I, I want in my mind's eye. I say elementary school would be worse. 
because at least a high school students would maybe not try it, but high school you can be dumb in high we've all been dumb in high school. Um oh it's um it's K through twelve. So oh, all, So everything. Okay, cool. Everything. So <laughs> yeah, so there we, we don't discriminate about any grades yeah, here. No everything. everything. <laughs> it's everything. Uh both juveniles uh, stated that Duncan let her hair down for photos. Uh, uh, after the photos, the juveniles uh, cleaned up the area and located a bluish-colored velvet-type scrunchie with white zipper on the label on the table. So mm, there you go. They noticed the scrunchie was heavier than the typical scrunchie. They opened the zipper pouch and observed a glass vial that contained a white powder substance that the two believed to be drugs, along with a cut straw with white powder. This how is you, to be the most efficient scrunchie in the world. I was like, how the heck do you... That's so much just to have in your head. Like, what? Yeah. Like, like... And, and I guess I guess she took a hit before she uh, she took pictures with the fab, took the pictures because she had her hair up and decided Bruh. to... Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe this was a... Maybe, maybe, maybe teach, 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 teachers get annoyed with parents too, you know? She can only It's have, a tough gig, man. It's a tough so, gig. I, she, it sounds like juveniles, I would say... Well, I would consider juveniles like uh, mid, early teens, like 13, 14. That's when I would, I would right. think. So, yeah, I could see like, I got to deal with these kids and all these adults. I got to deal with their families? Oh, oh my God. So when Duncan was brought to the police for drug testing, the official said they observed that her trying to falsify her results. Okay, what what did she do to try to oh, falsify? This is, this is this should be a movie. This story. <laughs> While conducting the third test, uh, uh, the officer observed an unauthorized collection of containers fall from Duncan's shorts. The test was terminated and conduct, uh, conducted uh, documented as a failure for the attempts to alter the test. After failing drug tests, Duncan was reportedly fired from school. That's good. Duncan later told police that she's been wearing similar scrunchies to that event, and but not wearing the one found containing the drug. She's saying she's, she's being framed. But, nope. Yeah. It's, I, like, I get being a teacher these days is not the most rewarding thing. It doesn't pay well. It's very underappreciated. Uh, but man, taking a hit while while you're out there. My name is Jeff. Now, I'm throwing in I'm throwing in a new fun fact to this whole thing. Go for it. No, not fact. I I said fact. That's not true. A new a new wrinkle to this whole thing. What if she just happened to buy a whole bunch of these scrunchies from like Etsy, right? And they're like, oh, they got zips. You can just contain. You can just store stuff in them. She buys a whole bunch of them. One of them happens to have method them that she doesn't know about yeah maybe she just wanted to try it like you know what maybe tonight's the night yeah. tonight's the night I'm gonna, you, I, you know you know um i don't want to I, I know you have stories set up but i have this one story that kind of connects to this not connects but it's similar to this story go for it that i read about this morning that i can just tell you about real quick so uh a pilot for british airways just recently got fired um because he was about he had flown to johannesburg and was as part of some sort of like crazy night with these two girls that he met and did cocaine the night before okay and then was going to try and fly the next day back to i guess britain or whatever um and the whole thing came across was because he like was kind of bragging about this story to one of the, the flight attendants he was just like 
had a crazy night last night, met up with these two girls. You know, somebody somebody brought out cocaine. We tried a little bit. He's like, I've never done it before. I'm like, he's like, I slept with one of the girls. And anyways, I think I'm okay now, but like, you know, I'm gonna try and fly. And so the flight attendant like contacted the airline and was like, he's on coke. Don't, don't, don't let him fly. Um, and so he ended up losing his job, but apparently he's also married, so that made him oh, feel for soon too. Bro, it's like uh, everyone, everyone just like the second that something like elacious happens or just like go go go. I, I you know what? I, I'm I'm already yeah. I guess they're just like I'm already fucked up. Let's go big. <laughs> go big. Like I like you know the uh, ruined my marriage. That's fine. I'm like I'm doing coke. I can blame the coke. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't so, know what I was doing. I, <laughs> that's that's my that's my that's my uh, that's my uh, uh, what is it? My statement. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, I was high. I was high. It's not me. No, I, I was kind of while well, while you're looking. I lo- I was looking up scrunchie with zippers. They sell them by the dozen. Apparently, I didn't know about this, but they're literally just little pouches. They're like so. I have my wife has one that's a scrunchie, like it's a full scrunchie, and then the bottom of it is a bag, like yeah. an actual bag. A bag? Wait, bag? What do you mean? Like a little bag, like a little like a little fanny pack. Like imagine a a tiny fanny pack. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's what but I'm looking at. Instead of the instead of instead of the. Uh, the straps that you would put it becomes a scrunch. It yeah. becomes a scrunchie. That's what I'm looking at. So that's what she had. So that's what yeah, she that, had. So just speaking from experience, those always sound like a good idea, but like again, you're putting I don't, way more weight on your head than you need to. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking because for for like I think for you and me, I don't I don't uh, do you tie your hair back ever or is it always just a headband? I, I tie it back. So for me, I try to avoid tying it back as much because I th- I've never learned how to properly do it. The only time uh, I let people do it is when my sister does it because she can mm-hmm. do it properly. Because every time I do it, I'm like I tie it too tight where it's my head start to hurt after a certain period right. of times. And for anyone you, in the you, you, go go for you it. Do Ariana, you do the Ariana Grande. That's uh, that's a, that was apparently her whole thing. That she had the whole ponytail look for the first couple of albums and then stop doing it because it just gave her headaches yeah mike so for the most part like i, I can't do it. i can't if i can't do it it's like then if i do it too loose it just like the whole thing that's yeah, why no, i no. do the headband i do the headband my thing myself um Gen- you know what for me it's it's this it's the hair touching the top of my ears that bugs me hmm. this is I, I don't know why this i ne- this is the longest my hair has ever been i've never grown it like Really? Uh, yeah, basically, I had I the I I used to cut it quite when I grew up when I grew up going to school they used to they used to have a hair length rule uh, so yeah. so we had to, it was like it was short and then in my twenties I let it grow out but I would my my hair is not is curly so naturally curly so it'd be like a fro and so I just let it grow as a fro uh, and then cut it every couple of months or whatever and then when the pandemic hit I was like yeah fuck it let's just you know this is Let's try something new. So I've just let it, I've kind of let it grow since. So hey, it's a, uh, the new look. You know, really it's the look, the look yeah. for you know, it's our it's our look now. You know, yeah. I'll, let's we embrace it. Um, and we're looking good. You know, we're looking good. Uh, <laughs> but okay. now we know we ever need to do illicit drugs. What kind of scrunchie to buy? I know, right? They're pretty cheap. Like you get a four pack for five bucks American. So that's amazing. But let's uh, let's kind of jump into Canada because you know I'm I'm a bit <laughs> of a thrill seeker here. But you know, sometimes I I, I haven't been on uh, on on a, an amusement park ride in a while, and I'm like I'm pretty good at them. But you know, it's th- stories like this, you know, stories like this where 
I worry. So thrill seekers left dangling upside down for 30 minutes on amusement, uh, amusement park, park ride. Wait, what amusement park ride? I don't know why it took me forever to read that. So double parts. I get it. (laughs) So I'm kind of just watching the video a little bit and it's one of those like, um, like it's, it's, it's axes from what I'm like. So I'm describing the, for the listeners, it's one of those like, uh, swing rides where you're hanging, dangling, sitting down, you're like above and you just get swinged in a circle from what I can speculate here. And people are just straight up 90 degrees upside down. I, I've had a minor fear of this, but it's one of those things like, it's not going to happen to me. Right. It's like, how are you with the, with rides and, and the like? So I both love and hate roller coasters. Right. So like, I truly like, I, it takes, I think I love going on these kind of rides and enjoy the hell out of them when I'm there, because they're like, you know, when you're on them, you're freaking like your whole body is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is this is this is, this is not how we're supposed to be living our life. But then it's so much fun. The thing I think I hate the most. I, I'm not. A, I'm not terrible. I'm not a general big fan of roller coasters that like do the loop de loops. Uh, the upside downs of it scare me a lot, especially because a lot of the newer rides I think are just like I'm almost convinced people who cre- who create roller coaster rides are like insane people they are it's no that's like, a i think that's a boy flame pen right? there yeah, yeah it's a okay. it's a yeah it's a flack have you not played and roller coaster tycoon if you <laughs> if you're the guy who makes those really crazy ones you're crazy yeah yeah and 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 more and more i've been noticing like with roller coasters especially right like they have there's one so at this particular park where this happened it's called canada's wonderland and it's not terribly far from where i live it's the biggest roller coaster it's the biggest amusement park in uh, in Toronto, at least. I, I don't know of any other ones. I would say Ontario, but I'm, but for sure in Toronto, it's the biggest one. So, like, this is this place, the fact that whenever this place opens up, that it's, that's, like, the sign that it's summer because, you know, they're, they're doing all this stuff. They do stuff in the wintertime as well, but, like, when, when Wonderland opens up, it's the sign that it's summer. And I'm pretty sure I've been on this particular ride. Like... <laughs> It, you know, it's one of those things. It it sort of goes, like you said, it kind of goes like a pendulum. It go, it swings one side, swings the other side, swings one side, and then eventually, like, goes all the way up, stops, like, upside down for like twenty seconds, swings back down, stops, and then eventually well, goes through the whole thing, and then does one whole like three sixty sort of swing. I'm pretty sure this is that's the same ride. Yes, yeah, so, um, that's what you're describing. Yeah. Yeah, and and that it's been around for years. Like it's they've renamed. So this particular park used to have like Paramount branding back in the day. So like every ride was named after some sort of Paramount ride, Paramount movie, and then eventually like it changed names and changed names and changed names. But to that point, I was just saying like uh, the reason I mentioned the park the first time was because they have a ride. It's kind of like you sit down, and what used to be like the you know used to be like you'd have the things that like strapped onto your shoulders and then the thing that strapped. They have a thing that looks like a little triangle that just basically goes between your legs. (laughs) Okay, that's it? And it just goes, and that's... What? I refuse to go on that ride. I hate it. I'm like, no, that's too much. Um, And also, I'm always of the thing that the, the, 
the line, the fact that you have to wait through those lines, the lines I think are the ones that always kill me. I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? This is a stupid thing to do. <laughs> it's it's the, the the level of anticipation where it's like you're excited, but then like as you're like the line is was like, I kind of don't want to do this, and it's like yeah, it really like I don't want to like, and then you're up there like, oh my god, I don't want to do this anymore. Once you're yeah. up there, yeah, yeah, I'm with constantly of the opinion that like one of these days there's gonna be a ride that comes back and there'll just be a guy who's like Ooh, somebody who couldn't handle it <laughs> all right so, so let, anyways this is, yeah this did, has been big news here right this story has been big news here because it went like it literally got stuck at the worst point for a half an hour and yes. there were people apparently who were like puking yes there were so i so what, were, what i was what i've been reading is so it it was but, nearly half an hour causing chest pains to some inducing vomitings to another while they were dangling above bystanders. I would not want to be anyone down below that. Yeah. And you know, and you know, like the, the longer that thing goes around, people are just like, what is happening here? There's a lineup. There's a thing. What's even, I'm sure you'll get to it. The second part of the story, but this was the part that got me was that once they fixed it, and it started moving because they were basically told like they had to, you know, they couldn't just like get people off or whatever. Once they fixed it, it came down and then did another two whatever rotations because it needed to go through those rotations before it like stopped completely. I guess the ride has like a certain number of swings or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it had to yeah. finish its uh, its uh, programming. So it had to finish the rotate the whole <laughs> thing. And it said people could hear the the entire crowd saying, let this end as in yeah. unison. Like, oh, God, I can only imagine if you just you're at there and you just hear people say, let this end. Oh, my God. It's, that's a horror. That's horror movie. That's like yeah. nearly saw level saw level of like torture at that point. Oh, horror. Or if you're like a super thrill seeker, that's the best bang for your buck you'll ever get on a roller coaster. <laughs> so, uh, so how much money can I get you to ride this thing and record a video for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have enough space on your phone to like capture the whole thirty-minute experience or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's rough. It's 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 um it's a minor fear. I think when when this thing happens, I think it just peaks in our head more and more often. Kind of like how some people. Um, start to develop the the fear of flying when they just hear yep. plane crash and stuff like that. It's one of these things when this happens, because this actually a couple years uh, ago, uh, one of our local carnivals, one of those like traveling carnivals, um, there was a, one of those swing rides where it's just a giant swings and they just go in a circle. Mm-hmm. In one of those situations, there were a person who their latch fell off and they just flew. Oh, like a, like a couple meters away um they and they were just a couple scrapes but boy man it could have been bad oh, you, oh. uh and it's one of the things like you think that is the least scary ride you're just on a swing going in a circle it's just a it's just a carousel on a swing right but boy do you you can get sent flying if something happens that is that is some uh final destination level like fears you know, like that's, that's scary sounding, you know? So actually, you know, what's funny, like we have at the end, so the end of summer, uh, the middle of August to Labor Day, we have something over here called the Canadian National Exhibition. Okay. And, and what it is, is uh, it's basically a big carnival. There's a, there's street food and 
Um, there's shopping as well. It's all sort of centered in this one area in Toronto called the, the National, which is called the, it's called Exhibition Place. Um, and it's sort of like a Canadian tradition. Like basically August hits, people know it's the CNE, everybody goes, it's super crowded all the time. Um, I always find it odd because I, I only came here when I was 15. So like, I all, I don't have the like nostalgia for it that oh, like okay. a lot of my, my Canadian friends do, or my friends who are, who were born here. Um, but I always laugh looking at it because the, the big things are always the rides that look like they have not been serviced since like 1996. <laughs> And the food is always like every year they're like, we have some insane, like over the top, unhealthy, like we, we bought two, two giant candies that are now that, that, that are in a deep fried chicken. And let, like, there's always some weird food thing. So I'm always like, I always expected something like this to happen at that because I was like, oh, the rides look like they've, you know, the rides look like they're going to break at any minute. The fact that it happened at Wonderland is insane. That's like, you know, the most polished of polished places. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think they'll take a hit in any way because it is definitely a one-off. They've got dec- like literally decades of good behavior, but it's still, it's still, uh, I think if they play it right, they should actually promote this right. <laughs> now scarier, 10 times, you'll be dangling yeah. for hours. You'll get your money's worth. Got, they got yeah. half an hour in that thing. Yeah. Sometimes you only get a roller coaster ride for like what a minute or two. Yeah, at best. Yeah. Oh god, man. But um, but yeah, I I hope I hope for the most part this doesn't like because it sounds like there's a couple kids on there too. I hope this doesn't kind yes. of deter them from suffering that like emotional damage when it like it it scars it can scar people. And it's just like, you just don't ever want to do things like that again. And for the most part, like it can really hamper sometimes when you want to be doing stuff like you don't, you shouldn't be afraid to then go on a, another ride the next time. Uh, it, yes. it's good to like, like set some level of expectations. Like I went through this, I, I need time, but it's like when, when an event like this, um, it can I'm hoping for the most part, some of the younger people, every everyone in general, but some of the younger ones, like, like, I hope it doesn't like deter them from ever enjoying some of the, the ride future rides in, in any endeavor, because I'm trying to think would it have affected me as bad. I'm trying to think here. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about it. I, I would say yes to a level. Yeah. I don't think I would ever go on rides like that ever again. That type of ride. Um, yeah. yeah. And it, it also depends. I mean, truly, it depends on like how, um, you know, you could have been fine. And the person, you know, maybe you went to a few people and you guys are fine. But if you were any, if you happen to be around one of these people who had the chest issues or who were puking or whatever, that can scare you, right? Seeing somebody else suffering, those kind of suffering can, can be pretty scarring as well. So, you know, hopefully everybody, I'm glad everybody got off and it's fine and, and all that, but dang, man. <laughs> yeah. From what I want to laugh, but it's just a laugh. <laughs> it happens. Hey, we gotta, we have to pull a laugh from it once in a while. <laughs> so the, this luckily, uh, from what I was just kind of scrolling to the article, I don't, I don't, it only looks like two people had to seek out medical attention out of the, the 30 people. But yeah, it's like only two people, which is two people too many, but that's kind of yeah. good, you know. 
question for you, Jesus. Yes. Now, uh, to get into to get into Wonderlands, usually about like I I, I don't remember the pricing, but it, it is a little it, it is a little hefty. It's like maybe forty fifty dollars maybe to get in. Okay. I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but I what if look. this was your first ride? You went on <laughs> first, this, you, you, your first ride of the day, right? Okay. Do you stay at the park for the rest of the day? Uh, what time of day is it? Uh, we're saying maybe it's noon. Noon. If I'm, am I with, am I with family and friends and the like? That yeah, I, yeah, you've come, I mean, I, 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 yeah, you've come. I, I, I think it's rare that you come to a park by by yourself. So. Me now, me now. Yeah, yeah me now. Yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, me, <laughs> me now. Yes. If this yes. happened like a little after, like early afternoon, this happened to me. The whole commotion. The thing I'll say, like, Wonderland better be paying of hard money. So yeah, I better be getting like a five year pass, like vouchers for food. Like they are not getting away with this. <laughs> I am milking that cow from yes, this. Yes, okay, you see that is me. That is me. We- we're three stories in, and we're suing Google, and we're suing Wonderland now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's let's kind of stay in the in the uh, uh, the Great North, actually. So, because this next story, like like I was telling you, we don't get into politics in the show, but we'd like to get into when polit- politicians do really crazy shit. And I was surprised when this happened to you guys up in the north. Um, so the, the the title of the article is Canadians official apologize for praising Ukraine veteran who fought for the Nazis in World War Two. So I don't know full details on this, so I'm I'm going to go through the article unless you have some more a um, little bit more like uh, this, has been, this has been a discussed topic up here uh, quite a bit, unfortunately. It's a it's a real it's a real head of his moment, unfortunately. It's a really real. You know when people say always do your research. Yeah, this is one of those always do your research stories. Um. So, actually, you know what? You can read it, and then we can talk about it some more. So we can go from there. Yeah. So okay. Uh, uh here it is. So, God, I'm gonna slaughter his name. Zelensky. So, your your. No, it's isn't it? Oh, Yaroslav oh, uh, Honka, ninety-eight, was sitting in the gallery and got standing ovation in Parliament after Mister Rota said he was a hero. Quote during a visit uh, by Ukraine President. Uh, oh my God, I've been hearing Vladimir Zolsky. Yeah, Zelensky. Zelensky. You know, you hear his name so much, and I just can't say. Anyways, Canadian Jewish group CIJA said it was deeply troubled that a former member of a Nazi division that participated in the genocide of the Jews had been celebrated. It is said that this should never happen again. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was was with Mr. Zelensky in Parliament at the time. Mr. Trudeau called the invite deeply embarrassing on Monday, but he did not call for Mr. Rota to resign. It's extremely upsetting that this happened. The speaker has acknowledged his mistake and apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and by extension to all Canadians, Trudeau stated. Thousands of Ukrainians fought to the 
fought on the German side during the war, but millions more were ser uh, yeah, uh, served to in the Soviet Red Army. In a statement, Mr. Rota said that on 22nd of September, in my remarks following the address of the president of Ukraine, I recognized an individual in the gallery. Um, any, anything more specific? I'm trying to see if there's anything more specific. I think that's more or less the gist of it, right? He recognized someone. It turned out to be not a very good person. And they're just kind of trying to run it back a little bit. Or am I, am I, am I wrong in that? No, you're, you're, you're basically right. So I believe this happened last week. Um, the Ukrainian president Zelensky was in Canada for a day, I believe, and he was in parliament and, um, he's the, the prime minister spoke, uh, he spoke and then they acknowledged, I guess, because he was there, they acknowledged this quote unquote, uh, Ukrainian war hero who's been living in Canada and he's 98. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you were, in a in a room with say your coworkers or whatever and somebody came in and they're like hey this guy is he fought in world war ii you know, like oh that's cool II. you would everybody would stand up right you'd give like a uh a, a ovation round of applause right yeah and that's exactly what happened Every, all these parliamentary people stand up and give them a big a round of applause and whatever and like minutes after that airs on tv or whatever they and now i believe this man has been involved in like the Ukraine's fight against Russia in some way, but he's 98. So I don't know what he's been doing exactly, but yeah, like minutes, after, like literally like after this was done, people were like, he fought with, he fought against, he was on the German side. He was on the Axis, you know, the Axis side. And then started a whole sort of conversation about like, did no one Google this man? <laughs> <laughs> did no one check his Twitter was, posts? Did no one go? Like, no. I mean, at this point, <laughs> if you have a Twitter, you should not be understanding. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But it was ridiculous, man. And, like, again, you know, uh, from what I heard from the news and stuff, like, Vladimir Zelensky has direct family members that were, were, that passed away in the, in the Holocaust. I believe he's Jewish himself. And the, um, I don't know if it's his parents or his grandparents passed away in the Holocaust. And it was the day before Rosh Hashanah, which is, you know, the, the one of the bigger Jewish holidays. Um, so it was just like, oh, man, what a, like, <laughs> what what a, a black eye. Like, that is a big fumble. They, yeah. It's a huge fumble, right? And, 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 and a fumble of your own doing. Like, that's the thing that's, that's crazy. Like, it's not like, because when I first saw it, I thought Zelensky bought him with him. Yeah, you would like, think oh, so. Yeah, oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you brought his guy with him or whatever. But no, this was just like we were like, Haha, we have we have Ukrainians too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have our own Ukrainians. Yeah, he's like, a no war hero. Did. Like, ah, oh. yeah, like this guy, he does the same thing you do. <laughs> does he? What uh, did yeah, he do? So, oh, wait, did no one bet him? Like, uh, no, shit. I just saw his. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> no one. Actual equivalent. It's the actual equivalent of reading the headline and then just making like your own decision based on that. You know, not a single um, fuck was given this yeah, day. Yeah, that and like uh, I believe I heard yesterday that the the speaker 
uh, of the house is resigning because of this. Oh, so um, they are. This is like a this article is like a few a few days old at this point. So I have, to, I have to double check it, but I'm pretty sure that I heard that he was resigning, and it is a big deal because I believe he's, if not the first person to ever resign, he's one of a very small list. Um. Well, so yeah, is that Rhoda? Is I because they keep mentioning Rhoda. Yeah, Rhoda. Yeah, yeah. Is this really his only mistake, or does he? Is there other things that we shouldn't really dive no, into? No, this is like the this is this is the Rota. Um, Wait, so is he's getting resigned for just? I'm not gonna lie, it's not. It's a big mistake, but I don't think it's a mistake to kind of resign. It's. I mean. Look, it's bad. Look, it's bad. I'm not gonna. It's bad. It's bad. I'm not gonna like showcasing a Nazi is bad, but it's, like that's one. How long has he been in office? If like it's a, if it's day one, you fuck up. Yeah, Rhoda. Like I'm looking. I'm looking at this. I'm looking. I'm reading it up, and it's on BBC News, and it's under the like the you know how they have tags for the stories. Yeah, the tag for this story is just World War Two. <laughs> um, oh, he's an old. Guess, yeah. I guess when you're a speaker of the house, like, uh, and the, yeah, the, you know, it comes down to at least you asking or making sure, the, saying the yeses or noes of who um, is showcased at the, you know, at the uh, at Parliament and all that. So, um, I guess the, the buck stops. You know, it's, it's him. It's it, it's it's truly it's him. It's the it's Prime Minister. It's Prime Minister Trudeau. Like somebody. There's got to be somebody who's got to be like, are we sure what this guy is saying is true? <laughs> like, um, because, you know, parliamental news, for the most part, at least here in Canada, like, nobody cares about it. Most Canadians don't care about it. So um, now it's, you know, it's so world, it's so big of a news that the BBC has to bring out their friggin' World War II tags. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, from what I'm looking at, just his career a little bit, he, as far as he yeah. was in office, he was in there for roughly four years. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going to give him the, uh, you know, benefit of the doubt of his, like, his year one. So, he had some time on, in, in, and then I'm looking at other offices. He's been in, he's been in government for a very long time, since yeah. 2010? No, 25, 2005, oh my god. 2005. <laughs> so he's been he's been around the block, so he hasn't really no cues. So yeah, he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I think I mean I think that it just comes down to the same thing, right? Just like always do your research, always make sure you know what you're talking about when you're when you're out of the world. Because uh, yeah, you know, truthfully, like if you if nobody had done their research, this but you would have been like Nazi would have been the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like okay, just another day. But but uh, talking about research and making sure you're you're doing good, let's kind of talk into some uh, some fun stuff of child labor. You know, we 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 are proud advocates of child labor on this podcast. It's, this is a phenomenal segue. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyson Foods and uh, Purdue Farms face federal probe over possible child labor violations. So Tyson Foods uh, are facing a investigation into whether migrant children are among those cleaning slaughterhouses owned by two of the nation's biggest poultry providers. Are these two brands up in the north? 
Tyson Foods and Purdue Farms? Mm, I've heard the names, but I'm not 100% sure if they're up here because we got a lot of American TV. So I've definitely heard like heard an ad or, or two for them. But um, you probably heard Tyson. Tyson's like the biggest yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so actually, there's a Tyson's um, chicken place no more than like 30 minutes from me. And uh, how old are the kids that work there? I do. I haven't interviewed them yet. It's going to be my top secret interview. Just wait forward. It's actually my cousin, Fernando. So the Department of Labor launched its inquiries after a published report detailed migrant kids working overnight for uh, contractors in the company's facilities on the eastern shores of Virginia. Uh, uh, September 18 news, uh, New York Times Magazine story detailed children cleaning blood, grease, and feathers from equipment with acid and pressure hoses. Hey, come on. They, they have the equipment. What, what, you know, they're providing the essentials right there. Like, what's the problem here? You know, I don't see a problem yet. There was, you know, so there are currently the U S department of labor law and our division investigation opened at Purdue and Tyson foods. No additional tools can be provided as the investigations are ongoing. Come on, they can give us something. Uh, Speak cameras or something. No? <laughs> <laughs> we can take legal employment and safety of each individual working in our facilities very seriously and have strict long-standing policies in places for Purdue associates to prevent minors from working hazardous jobs in violation of the law. We recognize the systemic nature of this issue and embrace any role we can play. Oh, that's just their corporate talk from Purdue. Yeah. Oh, screw them. Uh, I want some some actual like hot, like information here. Oh, here we go. The investigation it comes six months after the laborer finds one of the nation's biggest uh, sanitation services providing $1.5 million for employment more than 100 children from the ages 13 to 17. Well, they're... <laughs> Giving back to the the economy, hundred children, a hundred children. I met I met some children within those ages that have never worked a day in their oh, lives. Oh god, there's a bunch of people that I've worked <laughs> with in recent time that doesn't feel like they've ever even touched like or even lifted or something. God, I want some of these oh. children to work for me. Fuck. Uh, for shifts that are thirteen hours, sh- thirteen hour shifts. Holy fuck, Jesus. Like, okay, these are some very dedicated kids. I won't deny that. What is happening in Virginia? <laughs> so it, uh, it's just kind of just going through a little bit. So there was like 21 factories. Uh, um, yeah, it's just more just giving us the definition of uh, child labor. Excuse me. But yeah, it just, <laughs> it's just wild. It's not, it's not that we don't see it. It's just crazy when it's so corporate level and so huge over a hundred kids at a giant company. I understand it's like a con like big companies are that big Factor. get contractors to come in to do some of this stuff. That's how what uh, the, the thing happens at my store <laughs> for, for the cleaning jobs to at our place, it gets contracted out. Like none of our employees can do anything. All the equipment they have is there. So we can't touch it and anything or we, if we damage it, it comes out of the company's pay. Uh, I understand that. So it's like one of those things like uh, you do your stuff and we, but it's like you kind of have to vet your contractors at that point. 
this is what I mean, right? Like, I, I'm sure at your place, you're, you know, yeah, you're not supposed to touch anything. The, the cleaning has been contracted to whoever, right? But then when that switch happens, when these people come in to, like, clean clean your store or whatever, does nobody notice that there's, like, a 13-year-old and, like, whatever coming on? There's got to be something. Like, there's got to be a security guard or somebody who's just be like, hey, man, there were, like, a bunch of children here last night. I don't know, man. The, I, 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 I know some children like look older. I've seen a. I think I remember uh, there was a thirteen-year-old when I was in high school who had like a full stash and everything. <laughs> that was an Indian child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. There has there has to be something. When, 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 you can get away with one, maybe two, but when there's like a dozen going to different plants, something's up. You know, like. Like, I, I understand. Somebody's got to have seen something, right? You can't always be like, yo, man, like, I got custody of my kids today, so I just brought all a hundred of them. <laughs> and look at that shit. Actually, did, did you crazy. ever... Wait, um... I actually went with my father to work once when I was seven? Seven or six. Very young. And he worked yeah. graveyard. Yeah, he worked graveyard. So I was just hanging out. <laughs> at the middle of the night. Oh, but, but well, like when you went with your dad, what, like were you doing the work? Uh, some a little, not like working, but he was like, "I do this," and I tried, you know, I tried to help him, but you know, I was like a yeah, kid, yeah. and then I just yeah, hung out in a cart. Oh. I was in a cart playing my Game Boy. So okay, so yeah, I went with my mom to her office a few times, and like you know, whatever would kill some time over there. But like, there was never a situation like this. Never, there's just. The way this story sounds is it's like one guy, there's probably like one adult who comes out and then like six kids at least. (laughs) (laughs) You can't bring the entire Brady Bunch with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, I could see it because I was kind of, actually there was a click, there was an, there is a, a link to another article and I just kind of skimmed through it. Apparently during this investigation, there was an, uh, there was one case specifically where a 15 year old, uh, while cleaning one of the, the things that shred the chickens, um, got his arm stuck and shredded his arm. And even after four surgeries, he still can't like unclaw his hand. Right. Oh Yeah. So that's kind of that's the that was like the 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 spark that led all this. Oh my god! Well, and also to that point, like I don't know if you like you know when I was a kid when I went back to India, like we I'm Indian, so like when we used to, when we used to go back to India, we used to see like you know, uh, but like pigs getting killed before they become like roasted yeah. before they did a roast or whatever. Same with chickens. That stuff is traumatizing when you first see it. Like you're making kids like clean up blood and defeather dead chickens. Like Jesus, man. Trust me, <laughs> like, not I, you. No, so, <laughs> trust me. So my dad, what my dad used to do because uh, we uh, we lived in the uh, the south side of Chicago, so we had like a, a decent rat problem. Like I say, rat right. problem. Right. So we would even even outside in our yard. So we would have the. Um, the the snap traps and when they didn't die from that so my my what my dad says like you know look he's still squirming he's lifted it and he's still squirming and this my dad says like this is mickey mouse and he just snapped with his hand 
And he did that in front of me and my like siblings and cousins. To this day, I remember it. Oh, <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know about trauma back in the day. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So it's like, ah, okay. But like yourself, like I still like, like I, uh, my family has like a large farm nearby. And so we get quote fresh meat a lot and yep. I've seen it done. So it's not like a- after that, it's like, yeah, you're right. It's one of those moments when that, the smells, the it's it, it, it's like I think it's like I think it smells one of the most triggering memory sensors if I'm remembering yeah. right. So, like when if you smell cookies, something that triggers. You smell blood, something triggers. Smell of metal. Yeah. Smell it for me. The smell of like, like blood, like the iron and metal in like that blood yeah. gets to me and it just irks me to a point. So like I can only imagine a, ch- a chicken place like that bad. And yeah, after I mean- that. Oof, like, that's the thing, right? When you hear about child labor and stuff, you think about, like, at least I do, because it was kind of a big thing when I was growing up, was thinking about, like, sweatshops and Nike and all that, like that kind was, of stuff. That was a worry for you? wasn't a worry, but that was a, that when, when I was a teenager, because I think I got about 10 years on you, so, like, when I was a teenager, that was, like, the big stories, because, like, oh, okay. um, you know, that was, like, the big thing that, like, they would pay these, you know, they, they Nike had factories and all these, like, third third world countries they still do they probably still they one thousand percent but like back but that was top of mind back then so that was the big breaking news at the time so that always like when you hear child labor you used to think about things like that and the idea that like this is so one is so like easy that they're working in a chicken shop or whatever like a chicken plant but then on top of that that it's in the states oh yeah (laughs) That's crazy. And I thought it, I had heard this. I'd heard about this story, but I didn't realize it was in like Virginia. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the because if anyone's ever been because um, I when I visit my parents, my mom has um like her own chicken coop area. So yeah. if anyone like if anyone's ever been to a farm, and like certain certain animals have this certain scent. So like cow farms, you you smell you smell a cow cow farm. Same thing with the chicken. You just there's this mm-hmm. there's this scent that you will never forget. You know where you are, even if you're driving in a car. Like I I'm I'm in like wine country where I'm at. So I also I like I'm like thirty minutes from like I said a, a chicken place, and then I'm another twenty minutes from a, a cow place. Like so I if I drive anything that just lingers into my car so many times. <laughs> And, but yeah, it's, I can only imagine for the other thing is like, it's, we're also in that time where this is a really shitty economy time where it's like, where your kids have to work. And that's like, mostly like it's, it's, it's as migrant workers. I can only imagine it's probably Mexicans. I'm not going to lie. It's Mexicans. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll accept that. Um, and it just, in general, it's just like. You just gotta make ends meet when, yeah. like, uh, the cost of of food is getting higher and higher. Um, because I, I'm here, I'm hearing it's about to go up a eight percent in the states. And yeah, I know, it, and it's like it sounds like eight percent. That's nothing. Eight percent can be a lot when you're paying like things are, things are getting extremely expensive here too. So like, yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, and then and then just trying to have a roof over your head is like impossible. And, 
that's a meme on, on this show at this point, just talking about the housing market. It's like, that's, we've been joking about it so much to the point where it's like so sad now. It yeah. is, it is, it is a rough time in the 2020s at the moment. Like, like, I don't think, what was the early, the late 20. 10s that bad i'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember pre-pandemic was it that it, bad i don't know about the states but it definitely it wasn't it, there were parts of it that were bad there were smaller there were issues we all you know there were, here here in in canada um the housing market has always been at least in in, in toronto especially that the housing market has been it's, it's been really bad it's been really expensive it's been a lot of like outside investors coming in and buying property. So like uh, if a building, like there, there are literally buildings that where the houses, the ground has been broken and then every unit has been purchased because outside investors have come in and purchased them and then they rent them out or whatever. Uh, and I think we read a couple of weeks ago that basically the housing bubble in Toronto, in, in Canada and Toronto is very, like the worst in the world right now. Like it's just sort of Oof. like, at this point so so it's always been bad it's always been kind of tough and if you were lucky enough to get a house at a certain point then you were like you were good but now it's just insane like you could get a pizza box for like a million dollars or something like it, <laughs> God. it's ridiculous it's not there's a guy on tiktok if you ever if you ever come across it, there's a guy on tiktok who compares what you could buy in canada and for the same money, what you could buy in Europe. And it's always like, here's like a two-bedroom, decapitated, dilapidated house. Or you could buy a castle in Scotland. Like, the money is exactly the same. Um, Fuck me, right? So it's been, it, was, it was like that before, but food wasn't, wasn't necessarily, like, groceries wasn't necessarily expensive. Or everywhere's, you know, having got to travel a little bit this summer, everywhere is bad like the inflation's hit everybody it's not just us it's not north america it's not thing i don't know why but everyone seems to blame it on their particular president or <laughs> prime minister like over here everyone's like oh trudeau's the reason for inflation i'm like no it's bad everywhere <laughs> uh, we gotta blame someone we gotta blame, yeah, we gotta someone. blame someone where when so are we gonna when is... are we gonna get the, the the president of the earth so we can blame that individual just blame one person yeah but See, but then when you do that, Mars attacks, and then it goes. It gets bad. Then we can go to War War Seventeen with Mars. Oh yeah. uh, no, then we'll be bad. Then we'll go and Canada will go and have a standing ovation for the guy who like helped Mars. <laughs> the, the Martian, the Martian, <laughs> yeah. like, uh. yeah, we should have done our research. Um, no, but you know what? But you're right. Like, this is not a situation where we're like. I think. It's sad that it's even gotten to the point where somebody has to send their kids to go work because we got to make ends meet, right? But like, yeah. it's awful that the place that, like, it's one thing where you're like, okay, go get a job at like a grocery store or uh, whatever. Uh, get a job that kids get, you know, but to get a job at a place like, but this poor kid's arm's gone for, you know. Like, yeah, he's his, I don't. I- for as much as on top on top of like um American medical system's garbage, but at least it's decent enough where you can actually get it healed. But you're gonna be you should it's better to lose that arm at this point with the, <laughs> that's another thing. But it is it is yeah it is it's it sucks, you know. And we'll if the story continues, we'll see what more happens because no matter what, it's gonna 
it's going to change a few things. It's going to probably drive. I, that's one of the reasons, probably the rise of chick, the price of chicken is going to go up just because of the, <laughs> the fine, the fines and all the, um, the legal battles. Like, all right, who's paying for all these legal battles? <laughs> the customers. Yeah. yeah. You uh, want, you want, you want, you want cheaper chicken. Well, we can't have it because we have to pay some adults now a fair <laughs> wage. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, uh, let's kind of get out of there before, before we start. Like we might get a sponsor from Tyson chicken sponsor us. Tyson. Chicken. We, we, you know, we oh, know no. you. we love you. You don't like chicken. <laughs> I love chicken. <laughs> okay. So it's getting near October where are you? Have you, are you a how What is your, big holiday are you a halloween kind of individual so i love halloween the actual day of it so like i'm not one of these like i'm gonna you know we live in a condo so it's not it's not neither here nor there but we're, we're not one of these like we decorate our whole home and all that jazz but i love halloween the day and again because i came here when i was in my my early teens um i didn't get to like celebrate halloween Oh, as that, a child really how that's a, uh, tell me a little bit about that that actually sounds interesting how was what what was that how was that growing up because it was so i did i came here when i was like 15 so like when i did my first halloween um i was kind of dressed up in like a friend's costume or whatever because we didn't really go buy costumes or uh, we didn't buy our costume and i remember going trick-or-treating with a friend who was uh, my friend's brother, who was in the eighth grade, but had already been was already like five nine six feet already. <laughs> God, he's a big yeah, he's a big boy. So we would go to like houses, and they're like, "You guys," they're like, "You guys are too old for candy." I'm like, "He's the eighth grade." <laughs> <laughs> so they would just be like, "You're too old for candy," and then we just never got around to like doing you know the next year. Like the next year, I was in I was in grade eleven, and sort of like okay, it was it was not something to do. And trick-or-treating was not a thing where I grew up. So it was just like, I never got to do it. Never got to do any of the costume stuff. Um, and then college sort of happened. And after college, my first job, I was friends with uh, some people who were going up to Waterloo, which is just a town, not terribly, like maybe about 45 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, maybe. I'm getting the, somebody's going to yell at me, but I'm pretty sure it's about anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, outside of town, it's where uh, BlackBerry used to have their head office in its heyday. It's oh. got a bunch of colleges. It's got a bunch of a bunch of colleges down there. Um, it's very much of uh, the kids who go to those colleges are pretty smart, and and it's very much a college town as uh, aside from having like a couple of these head headquarters. Um, and so we went down there to celebrate Halloween. So we like costumed it up, and we went down. And I had a phenomenal time. And I was just like, everybody was dressed up. Everybody was like, all of a sudden I like was introduced to adult Halloween. Yes. Adult. And, that's what I was thinking. Adult Halloween. Yeah. And adult Halloween was just like crazy fun. Like you could be whoever you wanted. You could have conversations with people. And the people who got, who got into it really like enjoyed it unironically and just like had fun with it. And so from there onwards, I've just really, really enjoyed Halloween the day. Uh, because it's been great. We have, I, I always look back to 2020 as a missed opportunity because Halloween 2020 was on a Saturday, I believe. Yes, it was on a Saturday, and it was the Saturday when we had the time change, so we also had an extra hour. Mm. Uh, and we were all locked inside, so oh. <laughs> there was really nothing we could do. 
and, we, and particularly over here, we were in, we were in a lock, we were in a double lockdown, so uh, it just nothing came out of it, unfortunately. But yeah, no, I really do love, I really do love Halloween. I'm not necessarily like spooky season guy, but uh, I'm definitely, I'm interested in Halloween. So that aside, I'm, I'm so, what is this story about? <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, so let's kind of jump into a story. Um, so apparently, Actually, sorry, sorry, are you a Halloween guy? I, I'm a horror guy. So the time of Halloween's great when I'm like getting into the mood of scary stuff. So like for the month of October, I listen to like uh horror short stories. I, I just kind of get into that, that realm. I don't think I've been more so maybe this, these last two years, I've been more into the quote adult Halloween. There's a, there's a, uh, a theme park? I would say a theme park. Um, it's one of those places that has like a bowling alley, go-kart, uh, go-karts and stuff like that. They host yeah. a, they host adult nights, but one of the best ones is Halloween nights where everyone dresses up. You get drinks on the low end and nice. everything's just fun. And that's kind of why I kind of re-sparked my quote Halloween spirit. I will say that as yeah. cheesy as it sounds, right? But it it's and it's a reason for me to get out too. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it for me. Halloween's more of just the the just I I enjoy a good scare, a good like something that just like puts me on edge. Um, right. Just that's for me is Halloween recently. Like uh, for like I more in the last year since uh my nephew just got into the age where he can go trick-or-treating i think that's rejuvenating i don't know for you and your kids that just rejuvenated my my trick-or-treating spirit yeah I, I, my my nephew my nephew did the same for me so it was it was amazing seeing it through his eyes so yeah so it's just like okay i'm gonna take him i'll dress up as something because he wants me to dress up as something like i'll put a mask on you like no too scary You're like what do you want me to dress up as? <laughs> So it's it's reinvigorated that level of the trick or treating spirit. You kind of see at that nice. point, and then I get to steal some of his candy. I the candy tax, yeah. the candy tax. Now we can do candy tax. So, oh no, this one's definitely got a razor in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I, I remember those new stories. God. But t- those are old stories. Let's find out what we're talking about now because we're talking about a demon doll known as Chucky. We all know who Chucky is. But apparently it's been arrested down in Mexico for wielding a knife and demanding money. Now, this is a child labor law. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I think the, I think the spirit that in that uh inhabited Chucky was like a uh what is it? A 32-year-old killer. killer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I I think so, he can um, get away with it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what, we, <laughs> what we could say is all those children were all being possessed by old work mine workers, you know? That's what Purdue and Tyson's going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all possessed, okay? They're all possessed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so in a, in a what, what seems to be a straight-out-of-horror movie, Mexican authorities apprehended a sinister Chucky doll, not for playing games, but for wielding a knife and allegedly demanding money from people. Uh, its owner, Carlos, employed the notorious demon doll to wield a genuine knife. Oh, it was a real knife. Oh, shit. Okay. 
as sending shivers to unsuspecting locals. Wow, this guy's a terror. <laughs> uh, the eerie incident unfolded in um, Mancolva, um, uh, a city located in northern Mexico state of uh, Cholula, on September 11th. The owner has been arrested as well. Reports suggested that Carlos was under the influence of illicit substance. Okay, that makes sense. When he decided, <laughs> when he decided to parade Chucky, the character made it infamous in the 1988 horror film *Child's Play* through the city's main square. I'll admit, *Child's Play* is the reason why I hate dolls to this day. It, it that induced doll horror for me. I will not. I, I will admit that on this show. Um, a, a doll with a real knife uh, in hand was used to fright and disturb the peace of the passerbyers <laughs> demanding money from them. Uh, the law enforcement swiftly intervened, arresting the duo, uh, the duo for disturbing the public order <laughs> and endangering the public and allegedly collecting extorted money. Oh, he actually got money out of it. Damn. Um, he put the doll in their faces and was scaring people in an offensive and for reasons he was arrested. And then there's an image of just the cops <laughs> doing a mugshot of Chucky. <laughs> and they had I him, saw that. Though. And they had a handcuffs on him. <laughs> oh god. So was this was this I, I I I'm trying to figure it out in my head. Like, was it kind of like a puppet situation, I guess? It, it's a doll. I think it's. I've seen. I've seen these Chucky dolls before. Yeah. Like, okay, so the, the guy obviously is separate from the doll. So like, how is the? Is he just? How is he controlling the doll? Is it like a remote control thing? Or? I think he was literally just going. Just give dame dinero. Voy a matar. Something like that. I'm gonna murder you. Uh, that's the only way because I'm looking at the doll. It's and it's it looks like the doll I've seen go around. It's just a one of those big, big old Chucky dolls that are just. I, I just googled it while you were talking, and I saw the picture of them, like taking video of them taking pictures of the doll. What a bizarre story! Yeah, and also kind of and also kind of connected to all the other stories we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, just people getting <laughs> mugged, like child labor. Wrongfully agreeing with people, getting mug shots, illicit, illicit, illicit drugs. <laughs> like, oh my wow. god! Some people, man. It, it looks like he got money out of it, so it worked. It worked somehow. Oh god! Stupid ad. I mean, I guess if you hit the right kind of, I mean, if if you have the right kind of trauma, something like that would be. I mean, like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> but st wow. Hey man, I, he wanted I, I, he wanted to start Halloween early and then get some money out of it. I mean, I'm trying. To, that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to, you know, obviously, it's not great content if I'm just sitting over here going wow and disbelief. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm just trying to like think about how this would come about. Like one, one, the fact that just a a, ma a doll with a knife was. I mean, granted, Chucky is the scariest motherfucking doll out there. But like, a doll with a knife was good enough to like get money off of people and like disturb the peace out of most places it doesn't seem like it was controlled in any way and it doesn't seem like it was um you know it was uh, a puppet coming no, out it was not like it was not like getting it. puppeteered or anything i think the guy was yeah, just, yeah, holding. just like standing there with a knife and i guess and and then also the fact that this guy managed to do all of that while high on whatever the hell he was <laughs> while he had that's pretty impressive but 
Because when you first said this, I thought it was a guy dressed up as Chucky. <laughs> like when, yeah. you, when you said the headline, I thought that's what it was. It was like a guy dressed up like Chucky. That makes sense. And the fact that they arrested him. That's the other bizarre thing where they like arrested the puppet. <laughs> you got, you got it. Um, I got. So I'm, I'm just kind of looking through this article. There's nothing really more. They arrested him. It just. Sujeto se quiso pasar de listo al querer asaltar a los pacientes en la plaza principal utilizando el muñeco diabólico Chucky. Se acercaba a la gente y de la ría acudiendo la unidad SP228 que realizó la detención del sujeto. Y del muñeco diabólico al cual también se le colocaron las esposas. Brother, I'm just watching, I'm just listening to the video. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, like the audience heard that. It's just, he's not, he doesn't even meet the, the thing. I like how they set from what I'm watching, the I'm watching the video a little. And I, you can see yeah. the guys just, they, they push the oh, Carlos. I think that was the name of the other guy. They push Carlos to the side. And they take the photo of Chucky first. He gets first shot. Uh, we know we know who the star is, is for this. Yeah, we know who the star is. Yeah, he's always been the star. So let's like we get his shot back. first. Like you, you stay back. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, it's it's once again one of those things where it's like if it's uh, children are in there, you could really traumatize kids. Like I was traumatized as a kid yes. with the movie. Yes. I, now, oh god, uh, yep, full circle. We just full circle this whole thing. Here we go. This is this is why they this is why they pay you the big bucks. You know how to like put these things together. Thank you, thank you. You know I can't help it with my with, with my wonderful host here. But yeah, that's a good way to close it. Actually, you know, everyone. I hope you're like you're been enjoying this. Our hosts, uh, like you know, we've been getting a lot of fun guest hosts. Liz will be coming just around the corner. October's midway, somewhere around there. Liz is getting better, but yes, yeah, soon. But you know, I hope you've been enjoying our fun guests. Gwen's been wonderful. It's like I've been really fun to catch up with him, catch up with the, the other lost members of Inner Olog. <laughs> but yeah, I like I generally am happy to have them on. Gwen, thank you for joining me here. Thank you for having me, man. This was a lot of fun. It was good, like like you said, catching up and seeing you again. Felt for a while there. Like I think all of like 2018, 2019, we were in each other's lives quite a bit considering we weren't in the same uh like we're li- we're literally like coast city. to coast. We're literally coast to yeah. coast. Yeah, I'm like but yeah, like we've been, we've had like anyone listening. I've been on their show. They've been on my show multiple times. So there's other episodes that Dwen's been on. So yeah, yeah if you want more, there's, there's still episodes out there. You can go back and listen. I really listen to No Winner All Log. There's a couple episodes that are fun to listen to. Uh, but yeah, like, and like I said, on top of that, your art's wonderful. It's fun. Uh, there's been times I've been trying to get commissioned, but like I never know what the idea I want to get commissioned. It's like I I want this, but then I'm like ah, no. But yeah, so maybe maybe we might work on something a, a new merch idea. Like I, I would if, love to, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I everyone. I you know what I still actually I know you're trying to I don't want to dive great, but I always think about the fact that when I had asked for some drawing ideas years ago, you were came up with the the, the wildest one where you were just like a gorilla on the back of a giraffe. Yeah. Uh, and it was I honestly had so much fun doing it. I've always thought about going back and like retrying it just to see what it would be, what it would do. So yeah. Oh, maybe everyone. Let's, let me know. Let us know in the comments. You know what? The funny is the reason I had that idea. I don't know if I sent you the photo. I actually have a gorilla riding a giraffe. That's why I said it. I have these two little plushies. Like they're like yay big. It's just a little giraffe, and I had this uh, like gorilla wearing a cap. 
and I just like put them on there and it was perfect. And they just said, I got, I don't have it in my current office. It's somewhere in my room. But yeah, that's the only reason I said that. Like, it's just, uh, it's just a goofy looking little stuffed animals. Like I, I, that it, that's why, but you you did a wonderful job illustrating that the idea came, but it's one of those things. Like I saw it, like it'd be funny. And I'm glad that just sparked your memories. Like, like those, just those core memories just park. But yeah, everyone. Oh man, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you for joining me. Everyone, thank you for listening. As always, remember, you can share this on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. That Facebook is still out there. People still use Facebook. Um, share the show. Uh, word of mouth. Let people know about the show. You know, it helps us out a lot. We've been growing a lot in the last couple years. Now that we've gone video, people are actually seeing our faces and telling us how ugly we are sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take engagement's engagement. We don't care. Maybe. The beholder, Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you want to support us financially, and maybe one, it's, you know, we might be working with Gwen on a collab here and uh, purchase merch at merch.tyrantdominus.com. It really helps us out in the long run. And yeah, Gwen, thank you for joining me. Everyone, thank you for having me. everyone, thank you for listening or watching. Until next time, see ya.